I don't know why my computer is so slow. It just it just wouldn't let uh, Google open, Chrome open, and so restart, I had to restart, and then no, it's still slow. I, and what's weird is I deleted a bunch of stuff. Hey, 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 hey. So hey, I don't know. I might have to do one of those reset my computer things again. It sucks because I guess this computer I still think of as pretty new, but I guess I got it when I was living in Nashville. Well, it's still pretty on the new side. I mean, four or five years. Some of that hardware just surprisingly works. Like it's almost. I hope like it does. I don't want a new computer. That's not my favorite. Josh saying, uses a 2012 on stage. Well, because he likes the ports yeah. and stuff. So it's like if you keep it light and you know re reboot it from scratch. If as long as it can handle the operating system that you have. We use um, laptops in this very weird way now. And some people say you should never pay more than a few hundred dollars for some just laptop, like a Chromebook or whatever, yeah. you know? So if you have that nice Apple hardware and it's working, as, as long as you can just get the RAM to run the operating system, you know, computers are getting more, um, more stuff is in the cloud. So there's less and less yeah. on the computer and less and less programs that you're doing. You know, you can do everything through a browser that you used to need these programs for and stuff. So that's the trend. So it's kind of weird, but I would recommend to anybody to re, you know, reinstall the OS from scratch and get that baseline of how your hardware is doing and then decide. It really feels sexual when you say all those terms, though. RAM, hard drive, ports. Yeah, yeah load, and I have strong feelings load. about them all, too. You know, if you I mean, start that asking funny? It, more, it, I would get is, all turned on. But I mean, I guess everything is sexual. Like well, that's one just, way to look like at it. Like people say, I just see it that way. But I believe it's intended to be something. Like, well, I'm saying go, it's, it's, it's tended to get it backwards. No, no, hold on. <laughs> I think it's intended to be like, uh, this computer runs hard and strong, like bull. Like it's going to, it's not going to let you down. It's going to treat you right. I think, I think yeah, there is something there. Like, why well, is it no, called RAM? It, it, well, random access memory, but it's the thing you're saying. If you wanted to say everything is sexual, that is just a backwards way of saying, Sex is the most universally understood thing to me because this, you know, how if, when you're in seventh grade and somebody's every word somebody says, you and your buddy look at each other because you can think of the perverted interpretation of that yeah. word. Right. Like you just that is what's on everybody's mind the most. So can your grandma? Yes, every grandma yeah. makes sex. I mean, it is. And, and what's the number one random access memory you have? So the the main it's thing in about, my RAM that I do of, hold is yeah, just my spank bank. Yeah, right. right. That's RAM. That's what right. I'm saying. No, actually, that's more long term. But you know what my, I mean. That's my that's random access memory always, always goes to one thing. The, the, the strong memory imprints are sexual. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. are you, but it's also such a shared thing that everybody can relate to. That's that's right. why the jokes work. Poop jokes almost work universally. It's not sexual, um, but it's the most relatable thing. So it's not that you. The things that start to resemble sexual, you would start to say a certain people like you know when Mike Tyson yeah. said the thing about he might he, like he gets turned on or something yeah. sexual yeah. about like fighting yeah. and how disturbing that was to people. It shouldn't be disturbing, is what I'm yeah. saying. It's not disturbing. That just means yeah, he said, I'm he, gonna fuck you and make you love me. To well, not opponent. that. N not, well, yeah, but yeah, but I'm just saying he was talking about like the mental pursuit of the thing that he cares the most about. Is like is a turn on. It is stimulating. Yeah. He said it's it was arousing. Like yeah. yeah, but it's but not sexual. It's not it's not that it's sexual. It's just that's well, like he, think about if I'm turned same on deep seated pleasure out of it. Yeah, yeah. 
but not sexual. And he's aroused, but like sexual, because that's what real pleasure is like. A little sexual. That's just the one everybody knows the most. It's a little sexual. (laughs) I think what he's saying. What I'm saying is, if I'm telling you I'm aroused by talk of computers, that is not sexual. That's arousing and stimulating. And you're going to go, oh, sexual. I'm saying no, arousal. I'm as soon as you start talking about computers and hardware, I became aroused. I didn't get a boner. But if right. I did get a boner, that would just be weird, but not even because I want to fuck computers. That wouldn't be why. That, that, that's some weird thing that I'm sure some people get so linked mentally. It goes oh, there yeah. or something. But that's, it's just that the way that somebody who's a very sexual person finds sex stimulating and everything, they think about it, and it's, you yeah. know, there's an apex of it where you climax. You know what I mean? So sure. if, you, if there's something else you're interested in that's not like, that isn't sex, all those same types of arousal and stimulation and pleasure there, if it's reading a book or how computer hardware works or trains or the people that wind up wanting to fuck trees, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's, it's not sexual first. It's just the, it's like, what is the, what is the climaxing of a non-sexual activity? It's just like you would, it's just, uh, if you get deep enough into anything, the dynamics start to rhyme with sexual dynamics. Well, I appreciate you taking my funny joke and making it extremely boring. It's I'm not, not boring. aroused it's, at all. It, it to me is stimulating. I, I know just, this is where I, you and I dis. I this is saying, where you. Go I was just saying. I want to make fun of the words, and, and but I'm really. Your heart is I'm more excited I'm, than I'm, I was. So I'm boring limp. is not the feeling. I'm. I'm limp and uninterested. I that, don't care. Not, we're bad partners in this particular combo. <laughs> you see, bad. You know what I mean. Well, I'm on my. Uh, this is actually, I guess. Well, it's close. Yes, yeah, basically the third day. Yeah, third full. This is the third day of my fast. Dave and I are fasting together. Boring. So no, you love it. Now, everything I say, you love. Every, most yep, of the stuff you right. say, I love. But some of the no. stuff you just you you know you lose. No, you're every, you're good a hundred percent of the time, and I'm good fifty percent of the time. Oh, I was gonna say 90 percent. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. But I can I I got you. Uh, and I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna keep going today or not. Like I'm on hour. I'm close to about sixty hours now. Maybe another hour and a half, I'll be at 60 hours of not eating, right? Crazy. And and then I was reading some stuff about fasting. And here is the truth about it. I put this in my goods email, which is kicking ass, by the way. People love it. If you, you know, make sure you're getting that goods email. I'm brilliant in it, basically. But um the there it long-term fasting, I think, honestly, is only beneficial like how Jesus did it. Like, or for what Jesus did it for. It is not for losing weight. I mean, you no. will lose some weight, but like I, 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 uh, I fasted, uh, man, I probably fasted 60 hours or more, uh, two days the week before we went on tour. And then I thought, oh, that'll be nice. I dropped 10 pounds and I was like, oh, that's wild. And like, you know, two and a half days or whatever, I dropped 10 pounds, but it came back immediately. Like I weighed as much. I think I might have actually even gained gained a pound. Now some of that's water and drinking beer and eating a little shitty, and that that goes away too. I wasn't exactly ten pounds heavier. It's we it's weird. The whole scale thing and weight is is really shitty way of determining what you are, uh, what 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 matters. But anyway, uh, but the way Jesus Would you did say it was, you shouldn't even weigh yourself though. Uh, what probably yes, but I think yes, that's the way. Yeah, weighing yourself is dumb, but it also makes you feel kind of nice. So it's like a a little bit yeah, of but, a a boost. Like it, it's a little bit of a motivator too. To like when you're working out and doing stuff, and you see that you lost a pound or two, that's really nice. 
but, yeah, it, but it's that's really the, fake. But the down the, hurts the just as much. Doesn't the down is isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like crypto's up or down. But yeah, well, you know, but also, I mean, if you it's if, both. If you see crypto up, you go, oh, I'm going to sell. I'm going to do the right thing here or something. You know, same way as if you see that your weight's up, you go, ah, I'm going to cut back on dessert tonight or something. You know, you can make, you can make some choices with the scale, but overall, I agree, it's bad. And, but uh, I think the way Jesus did it was, I mean, he did a 40 day one. And I know people, the longest one is like 380 days somebody didn't eat. 380. And I don't think they were like, morbidly obese or anything like that it wasn't like you know i, I could be wrong about that it might have been that i didn't see who it was i thought it might have been a monk it's probably either a morbidly obese person or a monk you know that's who that's who does the long-term fasting or whatever but i think jesus did it just to get away clear his head and focus only on like meditation or connection with with god that makes some sense to me even though you know i'm not even the same christian i was years ago that makes sense to me that you would get away and do those things. Now, also, I think Jesus had to go off by himself because there would be too much temptation, not even just food, but just people needing him, wanting his time, uh, you know, taking his time, uh, things that he had would had to have done energy. He would have to expend in other places. So I think kind of going out in the woods, uh, by himself makes some sense. That's a wild thought. Like what actually went down there? It's really crazy. Um, you know, and then at the end, they say the devil came to him and, you know, tempted him. And they said that was at his weakness, weakest. But now in retrospect, I don't know if that's your weakest. I actually think day three, four, possibly five are the most weak you are on a fast. Because they said uh, lots of people say after like day five or so, you get kind of euphoric and the hunger isn't that much. Like you might get hunger here and there, but not like, you know, like yesterday. Uh, there was several times I was like, I am hungry. <laughs> you know, I felt it like you know, like real hunger, which is honestly, once again, kind of nice. Cause when I go, I'm hungry. I don't ever feel like that. That's like when you say you're hot because it's 78. Mm -hmm. That's not, right. you don't, you're not, you're out of whack. Right. Yeah. 100%. So it's nice to be actually hungry. I'm not in any kind of danger. I am uh, on a side note too. At, I do drink coffee with cream in it. So that's, I mean, that's probably not enough exactly clean fast, you know? Um, but I'm I'm okay with that because I just I'm not gonna drink black coffee that I just probably just quit the fast immediately. I have to have cream in my coffee just taste wise. But I I there's part of me today that's like, okay, it's you know, we're recording. It's like, like ten thirty in the morning. And I'm like, if I just make it till seven PM tonight, I'll go to sleep early and I'll have made it through three full days. And then what if day four I get euphoric or this my body is totally kind of more fat adapted, you know, it's burning more calories off my fat. The downside is it really does eat your protein. Uh, it takes protein for your muscles and stuff like that to feed itself. So I can definitely tell my muscles would, I mean, if I, if I did a 40 day fast, I bet my muscles would just disappear. I mean, I think I would get very slim. Now my big question, and I don't know if you can answer this is if I were to do a 40 day fast, if I could physically do it, you know, I, safely, I don't even know if that's possible, but a long fast, would I lose all my fat? Could I literally like lose a buttload of my fat? Maybe there's still a little bit here and there, you know, but I'm saying like from where I'm at right now, this tire around my waist, would that, that would have to significantly shrink, right? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> have you ever seen, you know, disturbing images of anorexic people? Yeah. You yeah. can do that. And naked and afraid, that. you know, they're out there some. 
I'm just saying the, the most disgusting, disturbing images. You're capable of that. I don't think I would be. I don't think I would be that. I think if I no, got too, I don't in, think I you would, would be. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying many people think you're in very dangerous territory already. With yeah, the, I agree. With the place that because, um, and if I'm put on their awareness a little bit, because normally I just I don't think this right. way. I'm just saying I bet people are feeling because people have always you're doing the Joey treated. thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I am. I am. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I'm doing people. it. I'm doing it authentically <laughs> because I'm. I'm. I didn't know this. But I'm coming yeah. to understand something that other people have treated me as before. When I do, when I talk about diet or do extreme diet type things, yeah. they look at me with this dark look, like they know something I don't know. I'm like, well, I'm not doing. I mean, I'm just. It's trust me. It's fine on the calories, and I mean, or whatever. But they, other people, and they don't like to say it out loud, but they just give you looks, and I think the looks mean. When you're talking about that euphoric, yeah, or whatever, well, what happens once once when that becomes really, you really like that euphoria, yeah. Now you're in real trouble. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Like you're in real trouble at that yeah, point. It's sad for me. Like, yeah. I'm, well, yeah. I mean, what I'm if that becomes your like drug? Like your drug yeah. is the drug that happens when you're in a starved state. Like that's that, and right. then you that's a psychological disorder, and then you, the outcomes you're not in control of anymore. You know, right. I mean, you can. And everybody does know, um, you know, you have you have an obsessive mind about your body and its look. That's true. So I don't think Jesus had that. I no, don't. Uh, probably. I don't not. think he had. I don't think he was like. Think about out of all people who lived, how much do you think he was concerned with his weight up and down? And yeah, right. I don't know if I should if I look weird now. If I'm too like that, doesn't sound like his internal monologue to me. Yeah. So your awareness of all that, putting them all together, probably makes people nervous. I'm not nervous for you. Like, I'm not saying I am. Right. But all of a sudden, when you put all those things together and then think about how Jesus would be and what Toby's right. psychology is and what other people seem to know and the fact that people do wind up in those other psychological states that then become physically bad, I can see where all that is. But I don't have any worry about you. Because I have some kind of trust in your ability to control something, but maybe everybody doesn't have that. Yeah, I think you're right. There's something there. You're right. Because like for me, uh, I like, okay, the last time I did a fast, I said it was about 60 hours. I went for a jog. I ran about a hundred yards, maybe, maybe 200, probably not even probably closer to a hundred yards. And I started feeling a little loopy and I walked the rest of the way. And when I got home, I said, this fast is over. I, I, I want to have more energy than this. And so I, I stopped. Now, today, I haven't felt that way. If I started feeling it all a little strange, because also in my favor, one of the things is I'm a hypochondriac. So if I right. think I'm, I, I think anything that any of the slight of like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a headache. I want to uh, try and save my life. I think I'm dead. So I, I, I have right. a, the hypochondria does stop me from going too far on something. That's because just I go, a compulsive drive you have, yeah. like a you have but a neurotic. I have and both a sides of a compulsive thing. I, I can yeah. hit both sides of of compulsion for sure. But so I, but how I, do you, I, how do you keep? I'm saying to me as your friend and somebody that trusts you, I, this really weird thing about people that are most interesting to me is because I can't. I feel like I can figure most people out and they're boring. You, I don't understand, but I have an intuition and belief about you and Bridget both in this weird yeah. way. That's like they should be addicts. They should have problems. <laughs> like yeah. there's it's weird that y'all can control you have so much ability to be stable and volatile given your histories mental states willingness to do risky things substances yeah. extreme like you do you would think you would get into trouble somewhere but i don't think you i mean 
Do you know what I mean? So that's yeah. this, that I don't know what that is. I don't know why Bridget's not a, 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 an alcoholic or something. Or yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't either. know why. I mean, things definitely get me alcohol for sure. I love drinking a shitload of beer, but I can. What's re- weird about that, like alcohol or cigarettes, I can just stop them. Like yeah, I, that's I, that's a unique I don't, quality. I, I do wonder if I don't have the thing that makes you go, I don't care. At all. You know, like like Joel, our old bass player, he got to where it just didn't matter. It's not anymore. He only there was no fun in it, and and when something's not fun or like I'm like oh then I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like smoking. I used to smoke a shitload of cigarettes, but then when we started Emory, I was like, oh, I really care about this Emory thing. I, I don't want to, I'm going to hurt my voice. When I smoke, it makes my voice worse. I bet. I mean, somehow yeah. I get through, I think alcohol probably makes my voice worse, but um, you know, maybe some whiskey here and there, but I don't even think that touches your vocal cords when you're drinking. So I think it probably drives me out some, but I can just like, if, if all alcohol went away, it was eradicated from the earth. I would be kind of sad because I think it's really fun, but also I wouldn't like have any kind of physical, Oh no, I have to, I have to, like we were drinking on the tour and I came home and just, you know, I hadn't drank. I just, I'm okay. You know, yeah. like I don't, I'm not thinking right now. So I don't know what that is, but it's like a willpower, put- but it's selective. It's like you generally have no willpower and are totally impulsive. And then until you make a decision to not, and then you have the ability to right. dig that deep way. But there are things I think you could probably get into. You couldn't get out of. Oh, I'm you sure. never reached those levels yeah. of, of something, but you could. And if you had, if your life fell, I mean, you know, you could still fall into a, some yeah. trap of some type. But in general, I think you have a, a stronger ability to go in and out of dangerous territory that others might not be able to. I think probably one of the things, too, is honestly, one of the good things from growing up as Christian conservative as I did. I do have that in the back of my mind is that we should be good people. We should try to do good things. I mean, so because like we had plenty of opportunities. Are you sure that didn't predate? Are you sure have. that didn't it could come have, in the package from the stork when you got mm-hmm. delivered? Are you sure? Because I'm, I'm not, not so I'm sure not about sure, that. but I but it definitely was put it into just, my brain yeah. that being good and not doing those things are but bad. But you attributed to that to them because they told you you were bad. But I think you fucking came with that. Maybe from, so. I think you, you got here with you that. You could be right. I don't know if you could prove and, that and either. And then though. it get, oh, I don't think you could prove it either. I'm just saying that's my suspicion is of course you were always going to care about not being bad. Like that was already there and then it got labeled this thing. Oh. Yeah. You're a Christian. Yeah, maybe. You know, what you know that but some people are I don't know. Yeah. There's something in But I don't, I don't have the here. thing where like Devin goes, Oh, I've had three beers. Plenty. Oh, that's no, a lot. No, no I wish not I like had Devin that. that. I, you but know what I'm saying? Both you and Devin are, are actually good people that have that aren't they were always looking for what was yeah. good no wonder you're attracted to christianity like of yeah. course you were right sure but, Dev, but devin you're extremely a- impulsive and driven in all those ways that devin is more devin's even he's like ah he's able to moderate like in that you're not he able is. to moderate he that's is, why i don't understand but, how you make it but food you don't gets moderate devin. shit food gets devin like when he uh yeah. he, i mean he would even say that like when we're doing you know knuckle breaker challenge and and stuff like he will snack and he'll go ah you know yeah, i'll just but- I'll just have yeah. a few fries here for my kids. Like I can say, no, I'm. Yeah, but I'm look doing at him compared to people from his high school. I know, what, I know what, what I'm saying, but, what, but restraint they have. Dev, I mean, Devin has, yeah, a, yeah, but he does have a lot of willpower. I agree. He's plenty but, I mean, of restraint, yeah. willpower, and he's not even that impulsive. So I'm just saying, he, either way. Yeah. But you are actually extremely impulsive <laughs> and extreme, and don't well, mind. I'm older anything. now. I don't know if I'm as impulsive as I used to be. I don't. Maybe know. not. It's not. No, you're right. But. It would have been interesting. Like if, if, if I did act on all my impulses, I mean, I guess I would be, I'd probably be dead. Yeah. I, mean, I would have, I would have had so much sex, so much drugs, so much, you know, uh, 
food stuff. I mean, everything. But the only, you know, the only thing that stops you is the stuff that's really scary or you really think is wrong, though. You know, that's yeah. what stops you because otherwise you don't stop. kill me. Yeah. Stuff that you don't feel bad about, you don't stop. You don't yeah, moderate. Right. You just keep yeah. going. You, you know what I mean? But things you feel that there's some real line to somehow, yeah. you have to, you just do. Yeah, Joey didn't had a weird moderation thing too. It was very strange. I remember when I first got the job at Seacoast, he was like, I want to take you out for ice cream. I was like, Oh, you don't have to do this. Like, yeah. So he took me out for ice cream and I was like, I'll take a scoop of that. And Joey goes, I want, you know what? I can't, I want a scoop of that and that. And he, he bought himself like two or three ice creams. They were only doing one scoop at a time for whatever reason. I don't think they're, or he was just getting a bowl of it. And so he spent like, Fifteen or sixteen dollars on it on his ice cream, and then mine was yeah, like, well, his is his is d- very different than yours. If that and I was makes like, that's sense. so his, wild. He he's got that. a dark system for managing such things. He needed yeah. you to need the ice cream because he had to be, he had to be in the container of I'm allowed to get ice cream because I'm taking Toby out because that's a good thing that's needed. And then once that is open, now he gets to get his right thing that he really wants. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. whole, that but, I mean, whole situation. He's not embarrassed about it or anything, but I'm saying it's not. No, like, I know and, he's and, not. That's and, a special gift he has. <laughs> yeah, but he also, I mean, like he, he did low carb. Maybe he's still doing it. Yeah. I mean, he, he never got as big as me. You know what I mean? Like he just, he's always maintained his weight. He, for the most part, right. it seemed like he But he compartmentalizes all those situations things. into right and wrong. Yeah, like, you're probably right. You know what I mean? Like it's not wrong to do this because X, Y, and Z. Not how is this going to affect my you know, body or metabolism? He's thinking and moral. Like somehow right. that, there's a loophole in whatever his construct is that allows him to get three ice creams right then that right. in another situation he would not be allowed to. And it's yeah, good. That's in, true. It's, it's, it's morality for him, but in some weird way that he is dark because he, obsc- I mean, somehow he's not able to know that that's what's going on. Uh, I got a couple things. Scary part. I got a couple things I want to talk about. One is we are, going to uh clear up all the perks for the this what uh what we're doing as far as the new podcast and all that stuff so stay tuned uh we're on tour it's hard to do the bonus episodes but the bonus episodes will exist um then uh also knuckle breaker challenge has ended and so we're going to be announcing the prizes for that and all of that stuff all you folks that are listening for that um i did pretty good on this challenge i was the last two times i've been more moderate on myself and I've been in good shape. So for me, not being as here, what I, here's what I should say. After this challenge, the challenge is ended now. I'm going to be able to maintain this. I think maybe the first time we did it, same time, I went hard, but then it was very easy for me to fall back into old habits. I think moderation, like I, I was even reading because of the fast, they said that people uh, that did long fasts um, definitely lost a lot of weight, but they, almost always within a year, I mean, almost always within a year had gained it all back plus more. And the people who did just like a, like a moderation, not like maybe instead of, you know, eating 2000 calories, they did 1800. They maintain it oftentimes, maybe even for the rest of their life. So it's, it's, it's funny. Cause you want the, the thing that I have too, is that the impulsive thing is it's, uh, wanting it now. So I go, I'll go as hard right. as I can right now. Lunsard's like that too. Yeah. I'll go as yeah. hard as I can right now to, so I can get those results as fast as possible. But the problem is that it doesn't last. That's not sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the things I've been learning about myself with the knuckle burger challenge, but we'll, we'll kind of do that. So yeah, that's kind of the point of is to try to things. get you to look at something over a period of time instead of all instantaneous yeah. gratification. Basically. Did you, uh, did you enjoy tour? What is your reflection on being on tour for the first time in 
Oh, it's 2020, question. January mm, of 2020. <laughs> Perfect amount of time to pass to get a, an accurate reflection too. But um, first no. of all, I, di- I did not complete the challenge. So um, that was, you know, moving everything else. But I, I thought I was going to get back in. I'm going to get back in at some point. Oh, wow. In, but I didn't even kinda, complete the challenge. Yeah. You, yeah. So life did get you. Got me. Do you, do you have more compassion for people it. that don't complete the challenge now, you think? I feel that I had compassion for them before. I don't know. You were ruthless. I think I was judgmental. Behind the scenes, oh, you would say God. so much nasty <laughs> shit about those people. Um, <laughs> no, I mean that's the, the compassion part is built into the that the compassion part is built yeah. in. So no penalty. Matt Carter's always been known for his compassion. <laughs> well, I have a certain narrow type of compassion and empathy that are unique to me that I, I'm able to access, but I hear not you. in the typical way. I'm joking. Um, I'm joking. The the tour for me is really questionable what was good and bad about it because it was the longest stretch of consistent tour days in a way that I don't know if that's better or worse because I don't know what it would feel like to do another week. That's what it leaves me with this question of like, would it be easier and better to do more there or is is that is i mean and probably that's not what we're going to do anyway but if not then what is the right i mean to me it's just trying to figure out the right model is the way yeah. i think so it's, it's so on a pure but you're asking me on a pure enjoyment level yeah because i was just getting that the music was feeling really good and sounding really good right and i am in what we're doing now musically i enjoy more than any time in the last 15 years, you know, musically right. to be playing without a click and playing new stuff and the way, what we have going as a chemistry of a band and then being up playing those songs live and having them feel even better, you know, feeling just right. Um, or at least in a lot of moments where it's like, Ooh, this is the next, le- this moment in this song, this is the best I've ever experienced it. That happens sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know you at all or concussion. It's like, Ooh, that was the biggest hit I've ever felt on that hit. You know, stuff like that can happen now in the musical set. So if I'm just looking at the musical enjoyment and the band thing, that is that's on a higher level. So that gives me a lot of energy toward liking what we just did. Um, It's it's and I have to just look at it with songs and stories, though. Songs and stories actually pays off more of those next level moments more occur in a songs and stories because it's like, you know, heavy rock band full show is such a well overdone thing kind of like stand-up comedy it's like a, it's a very high bar for everything sounding and being good or whatever but right. in songs and stories that's a weekend thing and it's sometimes in a weird place like a living room or whatever and then all these different musical moments happen they're all over the place or some of its moments where what we're doing is connecting to them or something we do you know all that stuff is like the magical stuff and I, there's more of that on the in this last tour than previous tours where you're just doing some production and getting right. paid or doing whatever. So I'm feeling more connected to both. Um, but I feel, I mean, I don't, I was, I mean, I wasn't wanting to come home either, but when I'm home, I feel great about being home too. Right. I put it that way. So, yeah. I, and it, you know, it doesn't, it's not like we have ways that we make money different ways. So I'm open to doing more or less touring, but I think of it as less important in the yeah. overall sense, like it's something we have the ability to do and can do or not do for some whatever periods we feel like. So I'm feeling I feel pretty good about that. I don't know if that's still answering your question, but I'm trying to get to an overall answer, which is 
the hangout part was really fun in the new van too. So I guess I'm rating yeah. it really high as a tour experience overall. Yeah, I think I, I was pleasantly surprised that I felt good and exc- my voice kind of got really tired. I, I mean, it, it kind of blew my voice out a little bit more than normal. Maybe I should just warm up more before tour, like take a week and really start building because I am older now. But uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. I mean, Aaron Gillespie rode with us. It's always fun hanging out with him. Uh, the hangout time was great. The shows I actually did enjoy more than I used to. I don't know if that was just because it's been a long time, but I felt good each night going up there and doing it the way we did it. Um, it was it was really fun. So I, I enjoyed it, too. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, because like so we were in the South, right? We won't probably see those people again for close to a year unless we do like a one off or songs and stories or something like that. And I was thinking, oh, so we could literally just each summer do a two week tour. And hit all the big cities that we want, you know, and you come see us if you're close to one of these towns and get it all done in one session. Cause like right now we would still be the on whole, tour. You know what I mean? Fly, like, you couldn't connect it all, but you would need to get the East coast and West coast. No, and, I think you could connect it all for sure. Like we, you could actually, we wouldn't have it. played four times in Florida. Probably we'd have probably played Orlando yeah. maybe only yeah, or, yeah, or, you know, yeah. or something like that. So and you would go, let, let me see if I can say it real quick in 14 days, you would go, let's just say you started in Charlotte Yep. Went to Florida, went to yep. Atlanta, jump yep. across to Texas. Or three. Na- you, could hit, you, could hit Na- you could hit Nashville at number four. Then you would hit uh, something like uh, Kansas City or something like that uh, or Little Rock. I don't burn. know. Take a day off. That That's five shows, right? Then uh-huh. you do three shows in Texas because you got uh-huh. to. Maybe you only do two, but probably three. That's eight shows, right? Then you take a another day, day off. You take a day off. And now uh, you're, you're now only, you're only got four Phoenix. days left. You're at Phoenix. Yeah. You're at LA. And then you, uh, you go up to Seattle, maybe just Seattle, I mean, maybe you, and do Seattle only or Portland and Seattle. I mean, it's, it's, I'm just saying it with, it would it, be, un, you know, two and a half weeks you could probably get, and then you just say you never, ever go to the Northeast yeah. or, you know, Midwest though. Yeah. That's like what I'm saying. The, that that would be the, the tough thing. That, I mean, you you can't really get all around. Yeah. So, I mean, if it might you did be a like thing nine where, days twice, you could get everything. Yes. Or, I mean, the other option too would be two weeks and then uh, at one point of the year and then only like four days and you just do hit the South or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe you had to bust maybe it start, into two chunks of yeah. 10, t- two chunks of 10, we get everything done in a year. Yeah. Two, That's not yeah, that Oh, bad. yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. But it's hard for Devin with his family stuff to do 10 days gone. I mean, six or seven days gone is a lot for him uh, with his family right now. So that's the tough part. But I was just saying, no matter what, um, it'd be really cool because I, I would still be on tour, but it'd be almost over. And that would be, you know, I'd have a blast and that second week, you'd probably be really be in the pocket. The shows would be even, right. You, you just know, get pro- the upstart and cost and then yeah, the profit yeah. you can see in the in our chart that it's right. just yeah you know once it eclipses, you're in the bonus, and then man, play three more shows, and it's actually you can right. take home some money yeah, I mean one I mean we're talking two flights for everybody instead of six or seven flights for everybody in each flight, you know what I mean like that's what, right now we're doing uh yeah, right now we'll be doing six flights that's one ways, but I mean round trip it, oftentimes it's not a round trip because you end up somewhere else anyway, so uh, I mean it is uh I mean you can do a multi destination but everybody understands what I'm saying, and for y'all to fly from Seattle to Atlanta and then from West Palm beach to Seattle was a thousand dollars each. Crazy. And, and now we're got to do it again. And, you know, 
I mean, it's going to be. We have these fly out festivals that are, you know, that they don't right. make sense. Like, if you could take all those travels and travel days and put them into two day spurts, you make right. a lot more money and be gone the same amount. Exactly. But it's hard to turn down cool festivals. And all. So it's always going to be a challenge. And I do think we will see some pretty extreme disruptions in some unpredictable ways about states, traveling, inflation, cost, transportation. Yeah. There'll be complications in the future. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. of of that will make touring even more, probably more unique problems to solve. But the old yeah, models I'm, I'm are, are kind of all broken. I'm wondering that same thing because it seems like lots of things, the tickets aren't selling as good. Some things are doing good. Some things aren't. I mean, we had pretty good crowds, uh, but I mean, I, there's so much competition, you know, and people only have so much money and so much time. The agents so are saying you know, that stuff that, that is down 30% that what it, sh- it was or could be or something wow. you know everybody's experienced a it's little low huge uh, yeah yeah but and it's just that it's part overcrowding part people it's the consumer behavior is everybody's like oh like now that everybody's back they're saying it's like well maybe i'll just see this next time or whatever it's right like, let me know. wait a little so bit. if if it gets if the economics get worse it's just it's just the behavior is just a little bit timid on the like the people yeah. that do the analytics can kind of and also with that. like digital shows like we did i mean those do great you know what I mean? I, we do have to spend a lot of money on production, but that's only for one show. And that's only, you know, like when we do it in Seattle, it's just me, Devin and Chris that are flying. So it's only three people. And, you know, our flights aren't, aren't, aren't that bad because we're middle of the country to Seattle. And Chris is in Sacramento. That's where he flies out of. So, uh, I mean, it is, you can't save some money and people really enjoy it. They get to sit in the comfort of their own home and see a show that's live. Yeah. But it's you know just I mean? one. Yeah. You know, no, it's only one, but I mean, everybody can watch it from wherever. So I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen. But I, so far, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next one. I got to figure out how to get our van because our van is in my yard right now. How to get it to Seattle and win. So that's the big uh, issue I'm trying to think. Is of it right fit now. in your yard fine or is it a pain? It's like get it out of there. Right? It's actually not too bad. I kind of got a big driveway. So could it you leave it there okay, for but... podcasting? Like if that pod, if it's a podcasting lounge, would Devin come over and y'all get in there and do it? Uh, yeah, Devin, we could park it at Devin's house too. And, I, and but would I, you it, go over there and podcast and sit there and do it? Yeah, I might. Yeah, we've already been talking about that. We we're going to do it in his house. So yeah, uh, that's one of the big ideas we're having is using that van for mobile podcast rig or yeah. the, or the, podcast. like if you set the cameras up in there, it always sounds good. As long as yeah. you know, you can temperature control or I don't know. I'm not sure, but it, yeah, it worked really good for podcast. Yeah, I know. It's, it's cool. We have two captain's chairs that spin around in it. We got a sprinter van. And uh, it was dope. It did great on the tour and everything. So I probably need to get an oil change for it before I drive to Seattle or something. But I got to figure that out uh, when I'm going to do that or how we're going to do it or, or if Dave's going to come out or if Josh wants to fly and drive it across with his girlfriend or something. I don't know. That All those are options. We could ask Josh and him and his girlfriend could fly here to Champaign or Chicago or something. And Devin and I could meet him in Chicago. They could just drive back. That wouldn't be so bad either. But the other idea I had, I told Jess, was I didn't tell her. I meant to tell her. I thought, could I just take all the kids, they hop in the van with me, and we drive across country and see some stuff. And it takes me four or five days, and we don't have to be in the van all day. You know what I mean? Like, we in the van for a decent amount, but, you know, they could probably play video games or something, put on the Wi-Fi, get a Wi-Fi thing or something, and drive to Seattle with my kids, and then just fly back. And Because you can get a flight from Seattle to Chicago for, like, 250 bucks or something. Wow, that's like, pretty good. 
that that wouldn't be that bad. We could just that would be a very cheap trip because you wouldn't have to even pay for your fuel, right? So you could take five, you could take four people on a vacation, and and the band would pay for my vacation, and you don't have to pay anything. Right. Jess wouldn't and go, though. It would just be me and the kids. That's what I'm saying. So four people yeah. would get a vacation, and she'd get her own vacation at home. Right. And she, Which, she wouldn't have to ask off for work. We wouldn't have right. to board the dogs, all that stuff. And, and they would, would the experience the children would get would be very oh, I know. good for the cost you would put in, which is literally a $200 ticket for them one way. That's right. all it costs. I mean, we could, Ike we could see to Yellowstone, the, all that stuff. It's a $200 yeah. trip for Ike to get a cross-country tri- trip with his dad. I mean, right. Two, that only costs but it is long. That's the only thing. It is, you know, it's 2,000 miles or whatever. So, I mean, 500 miles a day is four days. It's still $200 for a really rich set of experiences, no matter what happens doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking we could see Rushmore maybe. Maybe we could see uh, the Yellowstone, go to Old Faithful or something. Um, Probably have to get some hotels for sure. Oh, that's Uh, fun. Going to Arby's at the truck stop is so fun for them, though. Yeah, I agree. Like it's just being mom's not there and you're doing stuff. I mean, I know dad's letting us smoke and drink and all that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It might just be me in the, it was, it was kind of that drive from West Palm beach to my house. It was, it was tougher than I thought it was. Yeah, it was, it was for sure. Like at night or just the boring the next day. I drove for two hours after the show. Um, and that still wasn't like, that was like to almost Orlando or something. It wasn't, you know, it was, I, I didn't realize how far it is to Orlando, uh, around here, Orlando. And then, uh, the next day was, I, I got up at, so I didn't go to bed. I left, I pulled out of y'all's hotel at about midnight. And so I stopped about two and then I got up at five 30, um, walked into Dunkin' Donuts and got a, uh, donut and a coffee started driving and it just, I mean, it just takes so long to get out of Florida and then you're in Georgia forever. And then, you know, and then you got to get through Tennessee and then, and I didn't get home till 1230 AM. And that last couple of hours, I was really tired. Like I had to pull over. I I was like, I might have to just pull over. Like this is, I'm very tired. Yeah. That's the danger zone is when it's, you could, you're almost there. And what's the point of pulling over, but yeah, you need to have left. And and it's just, yeah, it, it, it kind of got me. So I, I would have to be more careful and my feet, swole up i think it's just going from such low altitude over some mountain then sitting that same way the whole night they went down immediately when i got out of the van i woke up the next morning they were fine but i was still like Ooh, that's not good my feet were kind of swollen which is always scary to me so um but yeah anyway so i we'll figure that out but all right you want to get off of here yeah that's great we'll keep evolving the uh this bonus feed yep. and content and episode yeah, we got some and, ideas you know yeah we'll keep working on it but happy to keep doing it just just yeah. as it keep, like keep us in your prayers keep us in your prayers keep us in your prayers